Esta maravilha de cenário all right, well, Brazil's unpopular president has held on to office for over a year after the impeachment of his predecessor, backed mostly by Congress and financial markets, but under the weight of new corruption allegations against him. That support is crumbling, and we're seeing some of that play out in the markets. Let's get an update on this crisis. Uh, with us right now uh, with some market reaction is uh, Damien Sassauer. He's senior emerging markets fixed income strategist at Bloomberg Intelligence, our in-house group of analysts. So let's start with the market reaction. Um, Damien, what's, what's changed? We talked to you last week. What's different? Yeah, so um, when we spoke last week, we were, I mean, not much has changed on the fixed income side. I mean, yields are still up, although the curve has uh, has begun to flatten back. I mean, initially, uh, the curve steepened quite sharply. Um, I think something on the order of 60 plus bips, and now we're back down to a 40 basis point differential between the two and 10-year portal. So the market isn't freaking out? Well, or is I, it? I, I mean, I think I think it. There's, it's safe to say that you know, since last Thursday when we spoke, I think sentiment has shifted. I think um, initially the belief among uh, many people, myself included, was that an unpopular president like Temer was still the best person to pass hugely unpopular uh, reforms uh, domestically, and 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 today. I think that 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 there are more unanswered questions than answers following his, I think, defense over the over the weekend of of some of these tapes and these allegations. I mean, there's still a lot of unanswered questions, and quite frankly, some of our friends, some people who um, who have some some deep insight there, happen to think that perhaps the electoral electoral court, which is considering annulling the 2014 election, is actually going to be the best in- outcome here. So that. Dilma Rousseff and Temer, who initially were on the same ticket, and Temer replaced Dilma earlier, well, last year, I mean, effectively, they would be annulling the outcome of that election, which would cause a re-election. So, uh, it's just fascinating, this turmoil. Um, is there a notion that the corruption just kind of runs through uh, many parties in the government, and that there's kind of the, uh, the way Brazil is going to be? And that's, uh, to me, that was a surprise, that, that, you know, after so much corruption, after the the, the, the yeah. scandal with the, with the national oil company that we, w- we might see a clean government for a change. No, Corey, I mean, I think, you know, and, and, and there are a lot of parallels we can draw between what goes on in Brazil and other countries, not just in Latin America, but across EM. But, you know, I think, you know, there is still quite a bit of, um, of bad blood still within the system in Brazil, both on the political side and the corporate side, right? And look, Temer's defense speaks to that. I mean, discrediting the Bautistas as profiteering from last week's announcement is precarious at best. And I just, you know, I think, again, it leaves myself and a lot of people with unanswered questions. And you know, what's the future of the country look like? Let's talk about what the future of the country looks like. Raymond uh, Collet is a Brasilia bureau chief at Bloomberg News, joining us uh, on the phone from Brasilia, Brazil. Uh, Raymond, you know, g- get us up to speed in terms of where things are and where they may go from here politically. Sure. Um, so today, basically, um, we have leaders of the various parties of the governing coalition, Temer's governing coalition meeting, discussing where they want to go after one major um, ally dropped out over the weekend. The Socialist Party uh, said they're going to join the opposition. Essentially, what, what we're hearing is that Temer is, wants to rebuild some kind of a minimalist uh, agenda um, that they, they want to push forward. They, they don't think they have the strength they had before, but he hasn't fully given up. Um, in other words, they're, they're trying to see where their allies stand, count votes, etc., etc. Um, he's still he's still going on about the evidence brought against him being being doctored, um, playing that card, um, and, and the scenarios are, are multiple from uh, stepping down to being impeached to 
perhaps surviving this in, in a lame duck f- uh, format. The sad part is reforms are needed, correct? Austerity measures are needed ultimately to kind of get Brazil back on track. Is that fair, Raymond? Absolutely. I don't think there's any question about that, and that's that's why that's what the market had priced in. It's it's absolutely crucial to to regain investor confidence long term to fix the public accounts and take the first steps towards regaining um, investment credit rating. Without that, frankly, I think the whole economic recovery scenario is is very much in question. Um, what what sectors of the economy are most uh, likely to be impacted uh, if this is a is a problem that's not long term? Well, impacted. I mean, we, we never really started the recovery yet. There were very feeble signs of a recovery, um, but retail sales are weak. Auto sales were weak. Uh, I mean, across across the board, there was no. It could basically cut short any nascent recovery that may have been occurring in the first quarter, as as investors, as as, as companies cut short investment plans, and consumers say, you know what, I'm not going to buy that car in this kind of an uncertain environment. I better. I better save my, my you know, uh, keep my money in the savings account. Damien, come on in in terms of investors' perspective who have been anticipating perhaps, I would assume, these austerity measures. Yeah, no, I mean, I think one area that we, um, we're seeing people focus on here is the banking sector, right? So which banks are most exposed to, for example, JBS, the Bautista brothers who, you know, agrofinance, for example. And what we find is that public banks have the largest agribusiness exposure, so Bank of the Brazil, Bendis, uh, Caxia. I mean, those are the kind of banks that might very well have some asset quality issues, some loans to some, you know, some companies that might be kind of looped in here. Yeah, it's interesting. Well, it's an ongoing situation. We'll continue to track it. Damien Sasshauer, thank you. Senior Emerging Markets Fixed Income Strategist at Bloomberg Intelligence, along with Raymond Colletta, Brasilia Bureau Chief, joining us uh, on the phone from Brasilia. This is Bloomberg. 